Growing up, I attended church with my family. However, I was never that interested in the biblical side of it. I just wanted to play football. I was given the choice to attend when I was 13, and I decided to stop going. I felt like I didn't have a relationship with God, and I didn't want to feel as though I was being forced to attend. I was unaware at the time, but this choice slowly began to affect the life decisions I was making. At 15, I started sleeping with girls, and my perception of love was badly affected. My mind was distracted by the thought of instant gratification, and I was unaware of the implications of sex, both physically and mentally. This was around the time I met my girlfriend Imogen, and even though we had a special connection, we were immersed in an environment that wasn't going to produce a healthy relationship. My mood was temperamental, and I couldn't make sense of my emotions, which led to frustration. The relationship was damaged, and I knew I had to end it before things got worse. My life felt incomplete, and the gaps were filled with temporary highs. I left secondary school having done three paper rounds a day and started an apprenticeship at Rolls-Royce. Money was the only thing that concerned me at the time, and even though I had no prior experience of engineering, I was thinking about what I'd spend my wages on. I soon realised that money wasn't the key to happiness. The thought of turning a block of metal into a slightly more fancy block of metal didn't really do it for me. <laughs> I became very depressed, and smoking weed was a way of escaping real life. I started gambling, and sure enough, felt the backlash of this using payday loans as a way of staying afloat. My life felt like a stuck record, and I knew something had to change. In January 2016, I received a text from Imogen. During the time we spent apart, our life choices made it unlikely that we'd get back together. However, I was willing to work through this. At this, at this time, my brother Pete had gone to Switzerland to do a YWAM discipleship course. Having seen Pete's life transform after making the same mistakes as me, I was hopeful that God could replicate um, Sorry, lost the place. <laughs> I was hopeful that God could replicate that for me. I knew that if our relationship was going to succeed, we needed some guidance. I began to read the Bible amongst other books and discovered the importance of saving sex for marriage. I realized that something so special and intimate shouldn't be viewed with such careless regard. Consequently, I felt ashamed about my past and asked God for his forgiveness. Every time I received prayer, I felt the weight of sin lifted from me and I began to see the connection. I understood that my actions had consequences and I couldn't go through life just doing as I pleased. The more I read and learned about Jesus, the more I received revelation of his word. I knew that giving my life to God was a huge sacrifice, but I also knew that life without God felt unstable and repetitive. I would regularly sing worship songs to myself and feel an overwhelming sense of peace come over me. I realized there was someone who cared about me and had a plan for my life. Before I made the commitment to live my life for God, I wanted a clear sign from him. One day, I was driving to my dad's studio, and I prayed that God would reveal himself to me. Um, as I pulled up and got out of my car, I heard some young children shouting to me from across the road, saying, Hey, look, much to my disbelief, they were holding a picture of Jesus in the kind of style you'd see in a Catholic church. I stood there scratching my head, thinking how incredible it was that the God who created the earth actually wanted to know me. I knew there was a purpose for my life, and the future seemed very exciting. Since giving my life to God, I've felt reassured that when things get difficult, I no longer have to retreat and shy away from the challenges that life presents. I'm able to relax and enjoy myself in the knowledge that someone way greater than me or you is taking care of everything beyond our control. Rather than moan or question whether something is worthwhile, I try and think positively about all situations and look for opportunities to bless people. If you're lucky, you might even catch me in the sink doing a bit of washing up. <laughs> if you don't know Jesus yet, then I'd encourage you to seek him out. He's promised to give us life in all its fullness, and my desire is for people to experience this for themselves. 
Johnny, we baptize you in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. I was raised in a Christian family where we attended church regularly. Growing up, I attended the children and youth groups. Around the age of 13, I was getting up to mischief in youth, and by this point, my focus was less on God and more on misbehaving. I always felt like I never quite connected like the people around me. Towards the end of my GCSEs, I was no longer attending church, and my interest in boys had increased. At the age of 15, I got into a relationship with a boy. As time progressed, the relationship became increasingly unhealthy due to him being manipulative and controlling. I was losing myself and I realized that this was not the way a relationship should be. So at the age of 18, I ended the relationship. For the next year of my life, I didn't return to church. However, my faith in God always remained. I later entered another relationship at the age of 18 with a boy of a different faith. During this time, my granddad, to whom I was very close, became terminally ill. Because of the clash of our cultures, my relationship was difficult. I was also having a hard time at work and began suffering from anxiety. Although I was, wasn't fully engaging with my faith at the time, I found comfort in the scripture in Psalms which reads, He will cover you in his feathers and under his wings you will find refuge. After reading this, I realized I no longer wanted to put myself through the emotional stress and I ended my relationship to concentrate on supporting my granddad. Shortly after this, my granddad died and my grandma then became very poorly. Throughout this period, I began returning to church and was enjoying rebuilding my relationship with God. I supported my grandma up until she died in June last year. My grandma inspired me as she was an incredible woman of God and she never lost sight of Jesus. Last July, I attended Momentum Festival and I experienced God in a way I never had before. I went with the expectation of a nice, of a nice four day break in my mum's new caravan and I came back full of desire to pursue my destiny with God. Since then, I have enjoyed reconnecting and have a newfound peace over what the future holds for me. I am thankful for my past as it has made me the person I am today. God is continuing to break down my walls and I am conquering my anxiety. I am getting baptized as I know this is the next step in my journey with Jesus and I am excited for the adventures that lie before me. Lydia, we baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Hello and good evening. My name's James and I'm 38 years old from Burnley. I'm from a loving, loving family and I'm the second of three children. As a child, we were sent to, sent to church and Sunday school each week where I learned about Jesus and the word of God, although the lifestyle I was living never really reflected this. When I was about 14 years old, I started to get involved with street gangs that were well known for their antisocial behavior. I never really responded well to authority figures as a child, especially after my dad left our family when I was about six years of age. This made it particularly easy for me to be part of such gangs. Being part of a gang made me feel powerful and untouchable, and I felt I could do whatever I wanted without any real consequences. This led me into experimenting with drugs. It was at this stage that, that I discovered that I was attracted to the things that made me feel good, such as sex, drugs, and rock and roll. The lifestyle I was living caused me to suffer from hitting rock bottom on many occasions, and the consequences were imprisonment, relationship breakdowns, job losses, 
money problems and overall I lost all confidence within myself. It was at this point that I decided to engage within a treatment programme. This appeared to be successful as I managed to remain clean and sober for approximately 10 years. During this time I attained education, a job, a loving partner, two beautiful children and pretty much every shiny object you could think of. My life appeared to be complete from the outside looking in. However, it felt like something was missing. But at the time, I didn't quite know what it was. Subsequently, I fell into depression, which eventually resulted me in using drugs again. The following five years were spent destroying everything that I worked for. I lost my family, my partner, my job, etc. My drug use started to, to increase and escalate at this stage where it became more important to me than life itself. I became physically destroyed on my knees. I was emotionally beaten and spiritually bankrupt. I remember feeling so low that I cried out to God, asking him to come into my life and help me with my situation and problems. Then one day I decided to approach a friendly neighbour to ask him for help. And his response was, I've been waiting for you to ask me for help, Jimmy. He took my hand and thanked me. This led to him taking me to a Christian-based cafe to meet his Christian friends that he believed could help. I told them about my situation with honesty and they referred me to the Carpenters Arms a Drug and Alcohol Rehabilitation Centre in Loughborough. I entered the Carpenters five days later. I left my property, my business, my family in the hope of changing my life. I've now been there for approximately five months and during this time I found peace, happiness and contentment in a way that I've never felt before. The Carpenters often attend Trent Vineyard on a Sunday and it's here where I feel closest to God, especially during the worship time. I've started a brand new journey with Jesus, and I gave my life to verbally to him on the 27th of April, although I believe I've been trying to do this since I entered in December. I've started a brand new journey with Jesus. Sorry. I'm grateful for the opportunity of new life and for the passion he's given, given me to get to know him better. He's restored relationships with my children, my family, my friends, and he's also given me new friends. This baptism symbolizes a new start for me, and I'm looking forward to a fulfilling journey with Jesus. And my hopes for the future are that I become a responsible, productive member of society, and a good, good father to my children. Thank you. Well, Praise to the Lord. Jimmy, we baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So my story all started with a street cat named Bob. <laughs> um, I went to go and see the film with my mum and afterwards decided I wanted to help homeless people in some way. So my mum spoke to a colleague and friend of ours called Alan, who does a soup run here at Trent. He also happens to be my old junior school teacher. Um, so soon after um, I started the soup run and Alan started talking about Trent and about God. He spoke about Alpha and planted the seed in my head. He then invited me to the carol service here at Trent, which I really enjoyed. Now, um, I have a condition called cyclothymia, which is mild bipolar disorder. And back in February, I was in the worst place I've ever been. I was at an all-time low. I was suicidal to the point where there was no light in all the darkness, and I had nowhere else left to turn. So I turned to God. After asking God for help, I started to feel better, and now I can manage day to day without it really affecting me. I'm in the best place I've ever been. Um, Suffering from mental health, and people that suffer from mental health will understand this, can feel very lonely, as nobody can fully understand what you are feeling or thinking. Now that I walk with Jesus, I know that I'm not alone. 
So I, um, I did the Alpha course and Alan came along with me to support me for the first few sessions. On the Holy Spirit day, I had an experience which I will never forget. Now I'm doing the First Steps course and I've fully accepted Jesus into my life. I've thoroughly enjoyed both courses and made some fantastic friends. I'm now a happier person and I make the effort every day to be a better person. I'm in a much better place now than I was and I thank God for that. I would encourage others to find out more about Jesus because life is better when you walk with God. Anita, we baptise you in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Um, I'm very fortunate to have grown up in such a loving and caring family and I can say with confidence that although there were some ups and some downs I had a very happy childhood. My family are not Christian so I grew up having very little understanding of Jesus and I knew what I knew through primary school assemblies and RE classes and I dropped RE halfway through secondary school so I really knew very little at all. It was only once that I got to university that my eyes were really opened and all those preconceived ideas I had about church and faith were broken. I'm definitely a shy person, and I've always lacked a bit of confidence. During school, there were times I felt so insecure and inadequate, and it was in those times I tried reaching out to God. I hoped he was there, but I never felt like I heard anything back. I think I'd always liked to believe in the idea of there being a God, but could never justify committing to believing in something I had no physical proof of. It was at university that I first met Jesus. I was feeling very low following some news, so I thought I'd pray. As soon as I finished praying, I felt this overwhelming sense of peace. I felt like Jesus was there in the room with me, watching over me. It wasn't in that instance I became Christian, but over a period of time following the encounter. It was my friend Sarah who first took me to Trent Vineyard, and it was completely unexpected. I was so moved by the worship and watching and watching the people around me so clearly expressing their love for the Lord. I continued going to church for the next few months. I tried to throw myself in as much as possible, although being such a shy person, this proved to be quite difficult. After Christmas, my friends managed to convince me to go on the student weekend away. I was so nervous, but looking back now, I see that there was no reason to be. I couldn't pinpoint an exact moment I gave my life to Jesus, but it was at the weekend away during one worship one morning that I really felt my heart was finally open to God's love. Knowing Jesus has shown me the value of selflessness and of unconditional love. He was the ultimate sacrifice and there is no greater act of love than this. I recognize now the sacrifices that people make and have made around me, knowing that they would do this out of compassion and love. And it inspires me, he inspires me. I have been growing in confidence the more I come to know Jesus. Now I have a much brighter outlook on life and such a sense of peace knowing that whatever happens, I'll be following God's plan for me. Thank you. Eddie, we baptise you in the name of the Father, Son and Holy Spirit. 